Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkingalternative.com, talkradio.nyc. Look at me going. Spouting the old URL. Where are you going? That's crazy. Um, yeah, we do this every week. We talk comics, movies, TV, uh, pop culture at large, all the fun stuff, all the stuff that we love talking about. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Michael Dolce, with my esteemed co-host, the Lord of the Radio, Hassan Godwin. It's Wednesday. And we have a guest co-host tonight, Jordan Gelber from hello, Star hello, Baby. Hello, hello, uh, we're gonna We're going we're gonna to break you out of your, your shell. Yeah, I'm a little nervous right now, but I'm I'm warming up. No, to you're it. not. No, you're <laughs> not. She's like totally lying. She's like, she's like trying to be all like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not an actress. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a producer. I know nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna guide you through the pop culture stuff. Um, you know, we had our we had the equivalent of our pop culture Super Bowl this past weekend, right? I mean, yes, we did. We would say that that it's was a, the it's a big big deal, the penultimate you know event. So we actually have another guest coming on tonight. Like we're we're like stacking this full of guests right now. Um, Victor Dandridge, um, who is he's like the Comic Con Don. I mean, that is exactly what his uh, his Twitter handle is. That's but he really clever. is though. It's he works for um, <laughs> yeah, he works for Wizard World. Um, but he was also on hand at, at San Diego. He hosted a DC panel. He was in Hall H. He is going to give us our man on the street. Um, you know what was Comic Con like last year? I was there, and I got a text from my buddy who we shared a, we shared an exhibitor booth because we were actually selling uh, you know selling our wares and selling all of our our wonderful uh, you know comics. We were also selling the station and and our Facebook page, Secrets of the Sire. You know Facebook page, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. We were you know pimping our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Secrets of the Sire. SoundCloud. We're on iHeart. We're on iTunes. Look at all this pimping we're doing. We did this last year at San Diego. However, not I came away feeling very underwhelmed, and I've been to multiple San Diego Comic-Cons. So to come away from San Diego, I kind of felt like, "Uh uh-oh. Maybe it's because every time you talk to someone, you give them that pitch, and then you're just winded, (laughs) right? You're just like a little woozy. But then they would feel like kind of like, you know, exuberant, and they would do a good job of of being like, wow, San Diego was amazing. But (laughs) this year, I actually looked online, and and I mean, it really felt like extremely like night and day difference to last year and my buddy texted me he's like hey um yeah i just heard from like a bunch of people that were out there and they sold 50 percent more than they did last year the crowd was 50 percent larger than it was last year maybe that goes to show that every time someone has a bad experience and then pronounces the scene as dead Mm. maybe they're just full of crap or or (laughs) it's like the no homers club and except it's like the no mics club and they're like mike's not here now let's throw a big party <laughs> just because you weren't there uh, that, that's what i kind of feel i kind of feel like, oh, i feel a little Michael left Belche out i feel be a little here. left out yeah that's the way that's, that's another the way, way to look, look at it, it. <laughs> i don't know um i don't know if that's the way i would look at it but all right we, we promised new it. camera angles so there's our guest jordan and there's there's our co-host and there's our intern it's next week it's interns last week i have a really special oh. um show <laughs> planned for the interns next week though we're going to pit them against each other. Uh-huh. Thunderdome, Thunderdome style. Thunderdome style. They're going to race a shark across the, you know, no, no, wow. we're not going to do that. Where are we going to get a shark from? I was wondering, <laughs> <laughs> my question was, where are we going to fill the tank? I mean, it's <laughs> really not that big yeah, a studio. Not, I mean, that's, really. that's, it would that's be cooler in here, thing. though. It would be a little <laughs> cooler. It would be much cooler. It would be much cooler. <laughs> we want to welcome all of our peeps on the Facebook page, Mikel Badawi, uh, who has the best last name ever, by the way. You can make that, in fact, I used his last name as a sound effect in one of my comics. Like when Sire punches that one of the guys was Badawi. It's like Badawi. Boom. My last name's not that cool. 
kind of hurts. Just no. Oh, your last name's not that cool. No. I was gonna say his last name's. No, your his last name's really cool. I wish I could make it like a Gelber. Gelber. You Gelber. can't be like ah. Gelber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could be something. It could be like uh, a meme. We are trying to not get banned you from China, but I somebody. so many different thoughts yeah. and comments. <laughs> so. that, that's so a verb. Uh, no. That's sort of right. to be verbs. So <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> all right. Secrets of the Sire. Again, we are brought to you by all of our beloved patrons. Uh, go to patreon.com slash secrets of the Sire. Uh, we have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley. Hi, Kai. Our program director, Steve, Stephanie Dolce. Our executive producer, Steve Hovacki, Brian Phillips, Christina Gillen, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce, who was on hand last week. I was going to say, who's, who's Steve turn. Dolce? Oh, no, Steve, Steve Dolce. <laughs> who the heck is Steve Dolce? <laughs> That'll be my that's second, new. that's my unborn child. Yes. Uh, name Steve. He's already contributing, though. That's yeah. cool. I know that's many awesome. Steve's, Getting him in early. Yeah, exactly. I know many, many Steve's, and that would, be, that would be the thing. All right. So, Comic-Con 2017 felt big, and it was big. There was a lot of stuff going on it there. It felt so big, it felt like I wasn't there. <sighs> That would, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> well played. R.E. previous <laughs> conversation. Um, Jordan, what what Comic Con? And you were you did a lot of stuff with Big Apple Comic Con. I did. I was I was very fortunate enough to host the webcast at Big Apple Comic Con back in March. It was a lot of fun. I met. Um, her name escapes. Oh yeah, Barbara. Uh, I dream of Jeannie. I met her. That was really cool. All right, um, Barbara Eden. Jean. Thank you, uh, Barbara Eden. Yeah, I met that her. Hoe. And then of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't, of course, uh, you my don't good friend Marty Grabstein, who's the voice of Courage Cowardly Dog. I met uh, Jason David Frank, who I honestly have such a big heart for. He was one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I honestly thought he was going to be so mean, but he is so nice. Why did you think that? Just because he, because you um, rarely. You were see, intimidated. I. I wasn't intimidating. Are you kidding me? It's me. <laughs> Gilbert. No, I'm not Still trying so hard. Um, but no, he really, he's really in it for his fans. Like he's so adamant about his fans that you think he's got this big cocky presence, puts face on everything. But he really, he connects to every single one sure. of them. I got to meet Frank Miller. So like, ah, I nerded oh, out hardcore. Wow. Um, did he have his fedora on? He did. I took a yeah, picture. I was like, this is so cool. That's a wise man to do that, though, because yeah. under the fedora, I think, I think he's holding pretty, his soul so. in his body with that fedora. Is he really? It is, it is. He's holding it in his and head. And all the black that he wears. So it's like <laughs> yeah. the suit coat and the fedora. Yes. keeping it all in. It's an emergency. It's, it's, it all a, it's like in. Vader. It's an encounter suit. He is like a noir storyline. He totally is. Himself. He's just a carbon cut out of Sin City. That's pretty much what it is. All right. So, I mean, you got the Comic-Con pedigree. I do. You haven't been to San Diego yet. You'll You'll get there. Have there. you been to San Diego, Hassan? You no, we covered this. No, did we? Yes. Uh, we drank beers before we came out here. No, though. it was the first line I said last week. Well, that was last week. That's like yeah, a, that was well, like a long time. Dari wasn't even here last week. We had her, our parade of, of blonde interns last week. Yeah. And now we're, we're internless with we the exception needed, of Dari. We needed her to balance everything out. But I'm bringing in the blonde as much yeah. as This is true. This yeah. is true. I mean, it's not a prerequisite. We don't have to have blonde interns. I'm just... <laughs> saying we just had a plethora oh, of I'm taking a bubble need yeah. a blonde intern <laughs> so for anybody yeah. who did not watch the last week's podcast how far that gets if us. they would like to go check out our podcast go to itunes.com slash well actually you can't go slash secrets of the sire but you could search secrets of the sire on itunes go to iHeartRadio, all that fun stuff uh what did you tell the audience last week that i clearly remember but i would like you to repeat it anyway because some i never went to comic-con it. okay good that was the answer all okay, right. great terrific so <laughs> So we're the authority. I am the authority on logically <laughs> on San Diego Comic Con. But no, it felt bigger. It felt really huge. So TheVerge.com did me a favor because I was actually scrambling this week to try to find the best stories, the biggest things. Um, go to go to my Twitter page though, by the way, at Michael Tweet. underscore Dolce, and there is a great poll going on right now. 
And the poll is, is there who made the bigger splash, Marvel or DC? Is there, is there what? Is nothing. there who? The what? Nothing. <laughs> Did somebody say something? No, not at all. Um, and the other, the other poll question, which actually got we got tons of votes on. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let that number be whatever. That, I'll be a little ambiguous <laughs> tons. number. Net it's tons, tons for us. We're, we're, I'm extremely happy. <laughs> which Marvel film are you most looking forward to in 2018? Because this is the question I posed for everybody. Who made the bigger splash at Comic-Con, Marvel or DC? DC is coming off the number one movie of the mm-hmm. summer in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But all the buzz kind of seemed to go toward Marvel in here. It's what a surprise. Ooh. Yeah, it's really <laughs> interesting to me to see how DC is having all these weird, like, up and down moments. Big um, time. Big time. I think one thing that was really interesting that people don't even remember is that if you notice, they didn't do any ads really for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman was super quiet and then it just came out and then it made a huge splash. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think because everyone's used to Marvel and Marvel has so many different. Um, films out right now yeah. in that whole world that they've just been teeing up mm-hmm. i mean to me now that like yeah justice league looks amazing and i really love ezra miller uh, so. we'll talk about justice okay, league in a little bit though. We'll, no then. no we'll talk about justice um, league in a little bit because there is there's a mustache that could change everything yeah, about justice this league. is true but i mean like when i think about the films like i i miss i wish dc films would be more like v for vendetta people forget that v for vendetta was a dc film Mm. And I really, really... Let me tell you my big problem with V for Vendetta, okay, the movie. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, they made it a love story at the end, which for is no so weird because yeah. it's supposed to be her dad. That's supposed to be her dad who escaped because he escaped the, uh, you know, spoiler alert for a movie that's 10 years old. Uh, yeah, it's her well, dad. Well, spoiler alert actually for the comic. Well, yeah, it is <laughs> for the graphic novel. and But it made sense. I mean, why else would he... Well, in the why movie else she does say he was my father, but it's... it's to but then he's like, I love you, Evie. And then he starts making out with her. And it's kind of weird he if it's your dad. He does not. There's no making out. Well, the like, mask, she kind of like the mask kisses gives the mask. Like yeah, it's hard with a mask to make out. <laughs> really That's difficult. just, you got to be creative. Then. Even it's if the mask different. has lips, it's just not the same. We are, we're, we're, we could be moving. that kind of show if you want. I mean, we can go in that direction. So anything could happen I'm here. Guys, I'm, I'm only drinking I'm a little water confused. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> I spiked my tea. It's yeah. all good. Um, <laughs> no, but we, um, you know, definitely, yeah, I agree. Uh, v for Vendetta, that was my problem with the movie. Mm-hmm. But DC kind of rebounded. DC was like the talk of the summer, especially yeah, after Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man got all the buzz the first week, which we've talked about on our shows. Um, it did see, uh, you know, a bit of a drop, but made more money. But perception-wise, wasn't as big as what Wonder Woman was. And then Wonder Woman topped Guardians 2 Mm -hmm. as the number one movie in the summer. So it looked like they had all the momentum. However, enter... Now, didn't we just say it looked like uh, San Diego was over? Mm -hmm. So then what what are we giving credence to it look like? It looks like... But that's what we do in society, right? I mean, that's our societal position. That doesn't mean we should. Oh, there's many things we should not do. (laughs) Yes. Including this. <laughs> including what we're doing right now. <laughs> no, I disagree with you because we have to fill 45 minutes. So oh, let's, well, that's a different let's, story. Let's get, let's get to, let's well, get to totally speculating. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, if, if you're for the speculation, I'm against it. Because I'm all, I'm all for the speculation. Sure. I'm just against coming to a conclusion. Okay. You and would like things to open-ended. Yeah, a lot of times people come to a close. You have uh, fear of commitment is yeah, what you're DC saying. DC is back. <laughs> DC is a... I'm learning so much, and I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine if you were drinking more than water. I know, I mean, right? <laughs> it'd be amazing, right? Um, no, it, it, all right. So, t- sorry, Hassan. Uh, I don't remember what I was saying now. Speculation. See, that was the second no beer credence. you ordered. No? <laughs> that was the second beer you ordered. If you, if you didn't order, <laughs> it was that, you an eighty-eight dollar beer. It was a fantastic, really expensive <laughs> beer. Yeah, Most I'm, expensive I'm beer. on another planet right now. You have no <laughs> idea where I am right so, now. 
I'm going to give you the number one buzzed about uh, topic at Comic-Con, and I'm going to ask you, are you surprised or not? Thor Ragnarok. I saw the most traction online about Thor Ragnarok out of everything that was appeared. Look, the Black Panther panel debuted the trailer, and it was huge, and it was buzzed. But Thor Ragnarok seemed to get all the attention. How do you Surprise know? or not like, surprised. What is, like, define the attention. I would say people's Twitter reactions from people that were there, people that were retweeting, people that were doing all this other stuff, uh, you know, online and reporting about it. The most buzz seemed to come from that. Now, there, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away the buzz from, like, Black mm-hmm. Panther. I'm not taking away the buzz from, like, the no, Warner Brothers saying, panel. I'm just saying, how do you know it's got the most buzz? Like, from it's that repeated. It, it was repeated often online in media. I mean, again, I'm, I'm going by... I wasn't Master there. Master retweeted. Yeah, I'm going by... Yeah, I'm going by media and social media mm. attention that seemed to be paid to it. Surprised? Yes or no? No. Not really. How come? Because the original trailer had a, had a big reaction. Mm-hmm. There was an enormous reaction to the, to the teaser. But I mean, we Especially talked about this last week. Especially because Led Zeppelin mu- music we, in it. We talked about this last <laughs> week, though. There was, I mean, the Warner Brothers panel had Ready Player One, Blade Runner, which, by the way, I see no news on the Blade Runner panel uh, yep. portion of that. Nothing on that. Ready Player One, meh, tepid reviews on that. Mm-hmm. The biggest news that came out of the out of the Warner Brothers panel for Justice League was Ben Affleck cursing that he likes being Batman. So when we come back, I want to get Jordan's take. On Thor Ragnarok, and right. I also want to hear, you know, more Hassan about what you think in terms of Thor being the one that we're gonna, you know, really hone in on if you're a Marvel fan. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow me friday, friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're, we're your digital, digital connectors, connectors. Woo <laughs> <laughs> talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host, Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Thank you very much. Do you have to apply... Do you have to like go to college for that? Is there some sort of like classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio, but then you'd become Lord of the Radio and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> this anymore. This is very true. No such thing as co-lord. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It's <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Call in, because we'd love to hear you. Next week, by the way, is Fan Appreciation Day. We are going to be calling on fans to call in. 
and we are going to go gonna, through. We're, we're not going to be busy then. No, we're not going right? to be here. No, we're <laughs> I just want them to do the work this. for us. Yes. Okay. You know, anything, them- anything where we don't actually have to do anything is what I strive for with this show. Yeah. Uh, no, we are going to have 40 trailers, and we are going to vote on the best movie trailers from Comic-Con. There's so much to talk about from it, so we're going to kind of save it to next week. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get some of our patrons to call in. Again, patreon.com slash secrets of the sire. We're going to have people call in, give me their best trailer that came out of Comic-Con. So that'll be next week. But what we were talking about was... Thor Ragnarok, to me anyway, and maybe, and maybe you guys can, can chime in. Maybe there's, maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe there was a big event. Um, our guest coming up in next segment, you know, he was at the Black Panther screening. So maybe that was bigger when you were there than it was, you know, than, than it perceived online. But to me, Thor Ragnarok was the big thing. Jordan, are you surprised? Um, I'm not all that surprised. I must say I loved the first trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Um, I think that with the success of Guardians of the Galaxy, especially the music behind it, they really used the value of color and music in the trailer, mm-hmm. which made a huge splash. I was really intrigued with the story and that, and because of that. So when I saw the new trailer, I was like blown away and I was really into it um, just because it reminded me of the same hype and kind of emotion and feeling as Guardians, even the stories are totally different. Sure, sure. I also blame Jeff Well, Goldblum. it's very neon. I mean, it's, it's very, very, very improvised. Yeah. I mean, they said that basically that uh, um, you know, Hemsworth basically got to ad lib a lot of mm-hmm. the movie. So, uh, Hassan, you were you were talking about a good point until I cut you off as I do every week. So rude. Um, so rude. Well, I wouldn't call it rude. I mean, <laughs> I call it uh, show preservation. No, go ahead, Hassan. That's that's not a drop. That's not a drop. I got nothing to say now. <laughs> I hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> you just hate me because that beer cost you eighty-eight dollars. That's why. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk that's about coming that out later. Of my, uh, that's coming out of the show proceeds. Was everybody. that the best? We don't make any money, Hassan. Huh? We make no money. Oh, uh, now you. We have that? no. Proceeds. I'm, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Records. Go ahead, Jordan. Invoice me. It's yeah, okay. I uh, I, that that check got lost in the mail. I don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I still also blame Jeff Goldblum for for the trailers because he's not in the new trailer though. I don't think. I think he's he's like Very, somewhere like in seconds. there. I think Loki's in it again. All right. Yeah. So Hassan, what do you yeah. think? Blaming Jeff Goldblum for <laughs> the trailer? No, for the success of the trailer because he's not in it. N- no, never. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was trying to be on your side before, and now she oh switched God. from water Look how to. How easy that uh, was! <laughs> there's, there's other well, stuff in that cup. My now. work here is done. Now she's not on my side anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it, the the original trailer got a lot of reaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a lot of buzz yeah. to it, you know. And it was so I'm not really surprised. Well, let me let me throw this up against you, yeah. right? Sure, go ahead. Are you surprised it got more buzz than Infinity War? No. Are you surprised it got more buzz than Black Panther? We don't really know that it got more. You just saw more chatter about it. And you, but that's the definition you, of buzz, right? Were you right? watching I mean, 24 7 to make sure that the chatter was. I was, was watching like 24 12. 24. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sleep somewhere. You, you <laughs> <laughs> that should be an album title right there. 24 12. Yeah. 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. days a week. Is that what you're saying? 12 hours a week. <laughs> 24 hours a day, 12 days a week. <laughs> 12 days a week. This is the side yes. effects of $88 beer. Yeah. <laughs> it really was right the now. best damn beer I've ever had. It's great. Um, Math fell impossible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, basically the um, the trailer had a lot of buzz to it. Um, 
uh, Kate Blanchett was in it. You know, like she it's a whole bunch of new so things. So awesome. She looks there were a whole bunch though. of new things in it, and then there was the music. It was a kind of, mm. one of the big critiques with Marvel is they they have really excuse the expression they have really shitty soundtracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So band in China, f- huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> you really? I mean, you would say Guardians and Guardians yeah. Two had Our bad Guardians soundtracks. Is not. Guardians oh. is an exception. One okay. of the reasons okay. the Guardians is exceptional is because it actually has okay. a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, so name a track from any of the sure. Marvel films. Exactly. You know, you can name tracks from from a bunch of epics, and you can yeah. name. Oh, that's true. So, I agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. so Fair enough. like the fact that it's associated with. Uh, Wait, no, we're a radio show. I disagree vehemently. That'll that'll take up forty minutes of this show. No, go ahead. I'll wait until you're done. I'm done. Do you I'm done. Really? Not you're as exciting. Done? Okay. Yeah, I tried. All right. So anyway, so <laughs> and it's it's it was kind of robust and it was new. We haven't yeah. seen mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth since uh, 2013. That's we true. Haven't seen Thor. That's true. So it, uh, you know, so I'm not surprised. Um, also, Ready Player One's no buzz. There was yeah, no I know. buzz yeah. to Nothing. it. Nothing. In but fact, I mean, the trailer got was no pretty hammered up to it. Yeah. And the tra- I thought the trailer was awesome, but like we'll, we'll talk about that some other. Well, time, no, we I can guess. talk about it right now. I mean, that's well, we're, I, we're I in a talk that, show. I thought that <laughs> I thought that trailer was fantastic. You know, I thought if you if I didn't ask you. Shots fired! Shots fired! Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just that's right. Screw myself and walk out. <laughs> but this is this is like I, I just want to point out this is the this is the chain of command here though is I get to shoot Hassan down and Sean shoots, shoots the guest down. So oh, it's, really? it's all it's I mean, yeah. I mean, so it's sucks. a term of it's all a grand tapestry. So you're telling me it's a term of endearment? Okay. okay. <laughs> no, no. It's, 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 it's a rite of passage. No, it's not at all. It's, it's, it's just hate. It's, it's just hate. This plane. What is it? What is it? Right, I'll just keep getting more bitter. I'll just keep trying to get more bitter. <laughs> you guys, yeah. do you guys ever watch you're How I Met Your Mother? You How I Met Your Mother fan? It's like the chain of of. Uh, what did Barney? No, no, what did Barney Stinson call? It. You're yeah, you blowing the. the, you're, you're blowing the, the uh, Ready one. If you yes. haven't checked out our Patreon page or our Facebook.com/slash Secrets of the Sire page, I suggest you do it right now because I beautiful. forgot the. I thought it was kind of artistic, and I thought it was out there, and I kind of thought it really captured the the essence of what the phenomenon of the the actual novel was. Sure. In in very short order. Okay. Because for a few minutes now, I get that it didn't get amazing buzz yeah problem is that's a book mm-hmm. it's not a comic book right so a lot of kids don't even know what ready player you know one i is. can't find a dark tower expert to come on we thought we had one on next week but uh, but at the same time i'm, I'm like scouring other like journalistic yeah, contacts I might know one or two and dark people tower are people, but but i'm but i just as the reason i bring that up is you know in our world i mean it's it's really the the comic books it's really dc marvel comic books it's are easy. really comic books are kind of like low hanging fruit i have yeah. nothing against them mm-hmm. i have no, but i'm i'm talking about the phenomenon of the simplicity of them yeah. they're very straightforward they're moving images yeah. you don't have to read you don't very have to true. you don't have to That's why I don't uh, read books imbue them with any of your own personal imagination yeah. yes i i know you don't read at all period anyway so so ready player why would you reveal that you just did. I did. I did you're right. I did yeah, not. Very true, actually. <laughs> I just agreed with you because you know that's what I do. Hundred and four dollar beer. But didn't oh. you feel that like like for me when I watched Ready Player One when I watched the trailer like I thought I agree I thought it was beautiful. Yes. I'm giving you Haiti squinty eyes too. <laughs> um, I thought the trailer was beautiful, but um, you I feel like if you didn't know the context of the story, you were very lost. As somebody who. Well, is, is familiar with it but mm-hmm. not that familiar with it like just watching the trailer i feel like if you 
it almost looked somewhat like Tron. It mm. almost, it I heard me that. So I heard that from a bunch of people. It reminded. Actually. There's that whole sequence with the with the guys going with the car mm-hmm. that was very Tronny to me. I understand. I love the concept of the fact like this is the world now because nothing else is more exciting. Sure. And that was really cool. But mm. there's so much more to the trail. There's so much more to the story that I wish they would have teased in the in the in teaser. The teaser. And the teaser, but I, f- I feel like it didn't even it, it didn't even give enough context in this to the story. age of movie trailer, and that's something that we need to talk about with the Thor trailer too, oh, because I feel like the Thor trailer gave away the whole movie in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna go see it, so I guess yes, in that sense, it mm-hmm. won. It, it did what it did. I mean, are, is it just a product of you are used to seeing more in the trailer now? And I'll use an example: the Last Jedi trailer when it first came out was bashed because it's like well you didn't give us anything meanwhile at the same time people like me and and i'm i'm a vast majority of people are like mm-hmm. complaining well you're giving us too much so is that the yeah. p- is that the problem i i think that <laughs> yes in a nutshell <laughs> people, that's part of the problem people. all right our show's <laughs> over it's been very nice having everybody here we'll see you everybody next week when we right that's part of the problem but like if you think back to like for example <clears throat> the star trek trailer the first jj abrams star trek trailer <clears throat> where they just showed showed <laughs> the trailer wasn't bad no, no but the teaser the teaser with <clears throat> the teaser for it they really though they, they just showed the enterprise like they didn't Right. Only, they only believe had it. You knew you had some context of what it was about, but it didn't show any plot line. Right. But it gave you but with you the music and the everything. It gave a good hype about it. I don't feel that you only knew what it was about because you knew what Star Trek was. If right, it's a, a pre-established trailer, property. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you were, if that was just a trailer of a sh- of people building a ship, you'd be like, what the hell? Is I'm that? a Ready Player One novice, so I have no idea. Yeah, I've read, but in the things in the, about it. Okay, I'm and just, I don't read. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say that in the trailer, it he does it pretty much explain. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, the world sucks. Yeah, we all go into the computer world to. to <laughs> so it takes place episodes. in present day. And then he puts a, a he puts a, a virtual mask on, and then it. it goes so it right really takes the, place in present day. And it goes right into the computer, the Oasis. Mm. So you can actually see what's what the premise of. The Let story me tweet is my about. reaction to your comment. <laughs> no, 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 I'm being very clever here. You don't, you don't, you, you don't appreciate my art. Is what you're is, is what that the what you call it? Yeah, that's what. You, oh, yeah, you I'm don't so, appreciate my that's art. Art. Form. I'm yeah. so sorry. The art of getting I'm on Hassan's sorry. nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on like a comic book version of Jerry Springer. Like I need like still see what goes. We are not gonna fight. He's like the bouncer. What are you talking about? Like oh, he's the guy. So he's the guy that would come out. Ah, that's 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 three to five. I'm not fighting with any. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> oh, I don't pay you anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, um, but it's a really ish. cool concept to talk about. <laughs> just to briefly just end on that note, it is a really, really. Whoa, whoa, we're ending on that note. Whoa, oh wait, 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 wait. are I'm you ending. are you running the show? Sorry, guys, I just felt so cocky. <laughs> I'm the only blonde chick on set. I this is true. This is very true. true. No, but I just, just like for me as a novice because I don't feel like I can really comment much about it because I don't know the storyline. I know briefly right. the backstory. I don't either, but I sound but, like I do. But. <laughs> You're the expert. Like. That's right. I, I'm an but authority on all me, things. For me, like I, I loved half of the teaser. I just wish there was like when they said Oasis, just one more image on okay. it. Okay, that's fair. I that's feel like, fair. I, but I did understand the present, the premise, and I was yeah, excited I was, about I wasn't it. saying that. I, I wasn't disagreeing with you that, or I wasn't disputing you mm-hmm. if you said you didn't enjoy it. I wasn't like, how could you not enjoy that? I'm just saying, 
premise wise, it kind of did. It almost it almost over explained itself, which is something I I, I kind of don't see like. That. Well, let I was me talking with a friend of mine yeah. yesterday about um, the Dark Tower. Yeah, and we were talking about how the Dark Tower kind of gives away. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you read those books, it's like it's like a hundred books you got to read to find out exactly what the Dark Tower is. Mm-hmm. And Idris Elba just says it in a throwaway sure, line sure. in the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So now that's that's like the depth of of all those books yeah. is to find out why is this guy trying to get to this tower for like a lot of uh, uh, thousands of pages all right and he just tosses it out there in in the throw in like in like wasted dialogue in the middle of the trailer before we go to commercial let me ask you the question did the ready player one trailer um from two different point of views and we'll just give yes and no and then we'll go to commercial we'll we'll talk about it with uh, victor dandridge our guest who's coming up next did it make you want to see the trailer Uh, sorry did it make you want to see the movie did it make you want to see the movie uh, we'll start with Hassan, and then we'll go over to Jordan. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to see the movie, but I, uh, mainly because of the style of mm-hmm. how it was done. Okay. Yes, because I feel like if I watched the teaser in reverse, okay, that I would have liked it. But I like the premise, so I would watch it because I know the premise. I will not go to see this movie. When we come <laughs> back, Victor Dandridge <laughs> is going to give us Hall H from the floor. This is your in-depth man on the streets of San Diego. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... And feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Can a man actually get up with any kind of macho manliness and say Twilight was a good film franchise and or movie? That's like the guy wearing the pink shirt, right? Like yeah. He, he feels completely confident. But in, men can yeah. rock the pink. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Sam, Sam the engineer is Sam. wearing pink right now. I just pulled a Hassan. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Next week, 
fans call in 877-480-4120 we are having fan appreciation night we are ranking the comic-con trailers because there's just there's so much like i'm going through my list of things that we need to cover and we're already halfway through the show so it's like it's not going to happen so instead i want to turn to our guest mr victor dandridge the comic-con don himself um you are like mr comic-con you were there uh victor how's it going dude i'm so good i'm, I'm just getting back on my feet <laughs> um, you were you were like literally on the sidewalk the whole time, huh? You were just like you, dude. I, I really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, give me, um, give, let me ask, let me ask one question though. Were you at Comic Con 2016 or no? No, actually, 2017 Comic Con. This year's Comic Con was my very first trip oh to San Diego. Oh my gosh, you broke you, you yeah, yes. you you busted your cherry there, and you did your, did, your Comic Con cherry. Holy yes. cow! That's dark All imagery. Over the place. <laughs> Is that dark no, I got that in my head. Why is that dark imagery? Why is that dark? Come on, chew on it, man. Chew on it. <laughs> um, so, okay, so not only can you give us, like, firsthand experience of how it was and what was going on, uh, but this was, like, your first big San Diego. San Diego is a different beast, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I've, I've got some experience with New York, and New York is obviously the closest to it, yeah. but still very, very different. Very different. New York is different because, um, you know, as... Big as it is, and it's it's probably bigger in terms of people um, than San Diego. Mm-hmm. It, it, San Diego takes over the entire city. It, it, it's like as if, you know, I was I would make a reference to like White Plains, but then no one would know White Plains. <laughs> who, you know where White Plains is. It, it's like basically San Diego is is a big enough city, but a small enough city where the impact of Comic Con is felt. It's like Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a pretty <sighs> Philadelphia is still pretty. Big, like you can get away with, like you know, Victor's works for Wizard World, and he's Philadelphia. Yeah, no. Anyway, maybe maybe Charlotte, maybe Heroes Con. Like if if San Diego took place in Charlotte, North Carolina, it could take over the entire town because it's it's while it's a major metropolis, it is still you know small enough where it's felt everywhere, right? I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Did you do the? I actually had a conversation with uh, with a guy, um, my my Uber driver. um, Shout out to Jefferson. (laughs) <laughs> um, he was telling me, like, this dude was awesome. He was telling me how San Diego's Comic Con actually affects the economic structure of the city in such a way sure. that there's this big boost of, of the economy yeah. for that weekend. Wow. Like, to a point where it probably won't level back out until maybe October, November. Wow. Like, that's the kind of influx of, of financial uh, upswing, um, people. Uh, that's how hard it hits. Yeah. Things really don't start to average out to their norm to like November. And that, and that's you know what it is too. It's because the the convention center can only hold 150,000 people, right? And New York right. does 150,000 easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then right. studios are actually buying and renting property around it. Did you do the life-size South Park Town? Did they have that this year? Did you get to walk through South Park? I did not see that. Oh, um, that was I last mean, year. I, it was so good. To be fair, like there were so many different satellite events that I couldn't even get to. Yeah, um, the lines were crazy, um, but they were they were spread out. I mean, we're talking like when you like you said, the city embraces it so hardcore that the the Funko Pop pop up shop, uh, not even the Funko booth at the right. at the show, they had a pop up shop that was like six blocks away wow. from the convention center. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's it, it is unlike it is like a giant amusement park. Um, for for all the stuff that we love, I mean, it's it's crazy. Absolutely. It really is. So, all right. So you you got to you got to get in there. Uh, we want to know Hall H. 
Um, the, the big question that we're kind of talking about, from what I gathered, right, from looking, from monitoring, using my expert analysis and monitoring all the Twitter chatter and monitoring uh, the news um, cycle in itself, Thor Ragnarok, to me, came out the winner here as the most buzzed about. Am I correct? Am I not correct? What was the feeling on the floor? So it's, it's an interesting sort of setup here because <clears throat> um, for anyone that's not done Hall H before, uh, Warner Brothers is in the morning, yeah, and Marvel Studios is in the in the evening. It's the mm-hmm. last one to close it out. Warner Brothers is the first. Yep. So what ends up happening, as far as I can see it, is you've got people that are in Hall H all day waiting for the Marvel Studio stuff, and so it becomes the lasting impression and the thing that you talk about the most. Sure, because while you're in there, um, yes, you're you're able to tweet, you're able to talk about stuff, but chances are you're trying to pay attention to what's either being shown to you or making plans for what's, what's going to be happening. Sure. And so the thing that you end up talking about is the last major presentations of the show, which would be Marvel Studios. It's a genius move on Marvel's part. I feel really bad for Warner Brothers because they do get overlooked. Because for my position, um, and this is my first time being there, like I said, Warner Brothers gave the better presentation. Really? Okay. Like, the, the act of the presentation, I know, like... Um, Hassan has cynical eyes room, here. You don't see time. the whole thing of what it is. Like Warner Brothers actually sets it up where they've got you know you got the three screens, they've got their stage, but then the outside walls curtains draw back and it's like their screens up there, and so it becomes a hundred and eighty degrees of presentation. <laughs> like you have to like look around the entire room to see everything. Like sure. Um, like when we got to Justice League, you know the the new DC um, intro piece where they're showing all the characters. But you know the only times that we've really seen is is in Wonder Woman, and it's kind of far away, so you don't really see who everybody sure, is. Sure. They showed that on the walls, held it up there, so I could tell you almost exactly who is represented mm-hmm. at Big Spread. Like that's that's the opulence that they gave it. Um, so in that in that space. The Ready Player One trailer, which was the first one that they gave us, was okay. mind blowing. Wow! Like, All right, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like to see it online is one thing because like I came home and I showed it to my kids and they were excited, but I'm like, this ain't this ain't it. Like y'all didn't see it. You didn't, know. <laughs> um, they, you didn't experience will, it. Know. Yeah, no, they didn't experience it. Um, wow. I will give a caveat though. Um, I'm born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. That's actually where I am right now. Mm-hmm. So when they gave that shout out, like this was automatically the best trailer in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're biased. Backyard, is what so you're like, saying. Oh, you're like, like the rest of us. like South High, like right there. Um, <laughs> that was that was really cool. Um, but but yeah, that was that was definitely something great to behold. I mean, the moment the the Iron Giant comes up, you're just yeah. like, oh my god! Like it was it was crazy crazy good. So then, based on what you just said, okay, we'll give DC a pass in terms of just the timing of it. No, we will. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I just sound yeah, that way. I just bit. sound that way. I always sound that way. People <laughs> always think I'm, I'm like... Yeah, I'm, actually, you, I'm being more. serious. No, people, I'm being serious. Man, no. you're uh, we'll give DC a pass on it. But let me ask you this then, because so, I saw mm-hmm. your tweets from Hall H. I mean... You were big on Black Panther, like big on that. And, and the crowd erupted and the video you shot of the cast, you know, kind of, you know, hugging and celebrating after their trailer debuted. You know, to me, it felt like that was going to be the big news story. And, it, and it, it, it was. But again, I felt like overall Thor 
ended up being the bigger news story out of that. Um, do you agree? Uh, do you are you surprised at all at that? Or you know what is your take? Or or is it just? Or do you think that the buzz on the floor was more toward Black Panther than Thor? Um, I think it was contextual. Um, I'm not an avid participant of Black Twitter, but I do mm-hmm. know it's a thing. And Black Twitter was set on fire on ah. the Black Panther stuff. Um, so I think it's very contextual. I think that one was, was one that meant a lot to um, the people that are, you know, marginalized and, and thus being represented on the screen mm-hmm. in a big, bad way right here. Um, they, um, and, and to a degree I should say, we were highly excited about that prospect. That mm-hmm. was a huge moment. And in that community, um, there was lots of talk. I mean, we, we, we went to church on that one. So <laughs> if, if you weren't of that mindset of that community sure. it, it's a fair pass for black panther to not have been the most monumental thing for you uh but for those that it does speak directly to um and somewhat for mm-hmm. uh, i don't think there was anything bigger um, okay not at all um thor ragnarok was great um i think the the banter of everybody that was on stage talking you know really added to that um, I mean, how do you go wrong with Jeff Goldblum on stage? But yeah, <laughs> I, I think astute. more people are talking about Thor because Thor is coming. Yeah. You know, once yeah, Thor is over, soon. then it's we'll see more Black sooner. Panther chatter. Like, it's that's, instant that's, gratification that's, then. But I think those are the two things. Like, for the Warner Brothers bit, uh, I think more people are talking about Justice League, obviously, sure. um, and, and Thor because those two are coming in November. Sure. So, those are going to be the talking points um, between almost everything that we saw, aside from maybe Stranger Things too. Oh, we're going to oh, talk yeah. about Stranger Things too. Also, yeah. we are definitely going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But did you did you find it odd too? Like Infinity War didn't, you know, again, not much coming out about Infinity War. And do you think just because the D twenty three Expo kind of took away the the thunder of it? Well, the way that they presented it, yeah, because like they. I mean, obviously, it was it was planned to be queued up anyway. But the way they made it sound was like it was an afterthought. Like they like they really set up as though they weren't going to show us Infinity War. Yeah. Um, we got the announcement for for Ant Man and the Wasp. So we got the announcement of Michelle Pfeiffer and Lawrence Fishburne and all that stuff. So that was one movie. And then they you know bring out Ragnarok stuff. Um, and then they bring out Black Panther. So that's three movies um, to match what Warner Brothers did. So. They did this whole, you know, song and dance. We're like, okay, everybody, good night. We'll see you. And uh, Tom Huddleston comes out and like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ah. You're not going to show him Infinity War? And they're like, well, no, nah, we already showed him a couple of things. And he's like, look, I've got three Avengers with me because Helmsworth, Ruffalo, and, and Bozeman come sure. out as well. And they're like, really? You're not going to? Come on, you're going to show it to him. <laughs> and so, of course, you know, like, do you guys want it? So it was this whole play to make us, you know, act as though we wanted it. And, of course, we did. And so they showed it to us. <laughs> they showed it to us one time. And they were already gone. So we didn't even get, like, reactions from Kevin Feige or anybody ah, else okay. in the same way that we got Black Panther or we got Justice League. Um, this was just like a, we're showing it to you, and they're they're already out the door. They dropped the So mic. I think that has an effect <laughs> on why um, Infinity War is not being talked about as hardcore. And also because, um, I mean, literally, at best, 10,000 people have seen it, and that's yeah. it. You know, yeah. Disney is, is cracking down. I've seen a couple of bootlegs pop up and mm. immediately be taken down. Wow. Immediate. Wow. So so we've got a minute to go. Give me your essential San Diego. What did you see there that you're just like, if someone was there, they had to see? Like, what was the biggest spectacle outside of Hall H? Um, what, what attraction? What booth? What, what was, uh, you know, what was your, like, you know, just moment that you were there? And you're like, wow, this is, 
this is everything I could ever have hoped for and more. So the biggest moment for me, and this was kind of self-serving, so I, I apologize. But um, no, please my do. Buddy Tony Kim, That's our entire show. Buddy, is self-serving. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, my buddy Tony Kim was doing a huge presentation on his clothing line, Hero Within, and Hero Within is is an upscale menswear line that has licensed DC Comics um, characters and logos, and so they integrate these uh, character, you know, icon pieces into the clothing. So it's not like you know, flat-on gaudy-looking superhero suit you actually have to pay attention to realize that that's something that's being represented in and um he was doing a special presentation uh friday and saturday and to help manage the crowd he asked me to do it Ah. and that was that was definitely one of the um personal highlights of the whole thing to be at san diego for the first time on the dc comic stage at the dc booth um you know emceeing a crowd of people hungry looking at you um excited to to hear what's going on and to see what's happening uh to be a part of that was was truly a blessing i loved every bit of it so yeah that was definitely outside of all age that was the winner for me victor thank you so much you were you were a last minute call up to the show tonight because uh you know i was like hey this guy's this guy's got info that we don't that that our audience needs to hear so uh, i appreciate you jumping on on short notice and uh i'll see you in wizard world chicago my friend definitely man definitely All right, that was Victor Dandridge. When we come back, I promised, we're going to learn a little bit more about our guest co-host today. Yeah. And we're going to spin the racks. (laughs) You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Mark Torres. And Pronto Comics Zone, Dominic Sperano. And listen to our show, It Came From the Radio, right here on talkradio.nyc. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about entertainment, movies, comic books, and other news. So make sure you check us out. That's right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Wednesday, talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com You ever seen like the old men at the Starbucks? Like they have their little like... I don't go to Starbucks. Oh, I do. I'm, I work you at know, Starbucks. I'm a man. It's fantastic. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just have these old men clubs and they just sit around and talk about the good old days. That's why I don't go into Starbucks. <laughs> Definitely. It's a creepy sausage fest <laughs> on on caffeine. Secrets of the Sire.
welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to thank Victor Dandridge for coming on. Vantage In-House, he's on Twitter, at Vantage In-House. Go check out his Twitter feed. It has all these amazing things. He is the Wizard World programming guy as well, too, so he'll be at Wizard World Chicago coming up in a few weeks. Wizard World Austin, like all this great stuff, so uh, we want to definitely thank him for coming on. Um, but, you know, I, this is this is we actually have a running joke here about I, I do a very meticulous show outline. It's very meticulous. Okay, very well researched. I am actually again. I'm not being sarcastic. Everyone's kind of looking at me. I believe you. Sarcastic, but I, I put in like at least a half an hour, <laughs> and <laughs> and we always seem to just skew from that show outline. Like there's so much information, and and there's just there's, there's so no little we. time. You you usually just run I do right run right the show a little bit. <laughs> I do I do understand. Uh, so I I wanted you know and I freak, and and I had segment two. Jordan Gilbert, Star Baby Enterprises. Tell me about Star Baby. Tell, tell me about Adultish. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean the good news is we have the adultish cast coming on yes. in a couple of weeks as well too but it's very geek centric it's very much for Super everything that people are doing um so i'll just i'll like i'll tee it up give me um, your elevator pitch my eleva- okay <coughs> sell me right sell now sell you right now yeah sell our audience because if not they'll drop problems. off um so, yeah, so my name is jordan i'm a new york city based actress and uh film producer my mm-hmm. company is star bb enterprises oh look we're moving the camera in my direction oh look at sam uh, go that, that was very look smart oh, there tom we go. martin and, and tom Kohut, all the all the toms in my life that's on, right on live today um i love both those toms too they're, they're pretty good toms. they're very good toms they're, they're good toms um as toms go <laughs> <laughs> tom, so yeah tom, so tom. exactly um, so my company, Star Baby Enterprises, that I run wonderfully with uh, Tom Cohen, my my awesome boyfriend who is in here because I get I nerd out enough on him at home. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we are a marketing and production firm. We uh, pretty much our specialty is we create and curate content at mm-hmm. a grassroots level. That's sure. my fancy. I like that. That's right very that's that's jargony. Yeah, it's I very like jargony. It. I like you it. have to keep the jargon up, or people don't think you're professionals. That's so, right. Um, yeah, but the big thing is we work with. We we actually go the opposite. We dumb it down yeah. as humanly possible. I just get stuff I like and we I like put radio it again. This we thing. talk microphone <laughs> speak. Before it was I, now it's yeah. we. Now suddenly it's we. Suddenly well, I changed. I changed the narrative. Every time it's he's denigrating, it. it's we. Every time he's like, we are the best, it's I am the best. Come oh, no. MikeDolce.com. Oh, no. He's on to us. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick. Um, yeah. So one of the, what's been awesome is that for the last couple months, since about April, we went to LA Web Fest and made some great, great uh, content out there, great web series that won a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. One of them is my good friend, Victoria Bennett, who I don't know if she joined yet. Oh, she was on there. She's been, she's on, been there. on there. Yeah, she's been commenting. She, she's, she's been messaging me like, oh my God, I'm live. Are you still there? Um, <laughs> yeah, so her, she and I have been friends for years and her show. Was she worried for your help, your well-being? No, she was, was just she's like, super jealous. She's like, are you still jealous. there? She's super she's jealous. She's going to be here in two weeks. I know, she's but you know. in two weeks. Girls who Settle like down, like Victoria. comics, make films, and like also eat real food. It's like a whole new mm, world. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, she and you I heard it here, hard. folks. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she and I connected back in L.A. It was great, and she told me about Adultish, which was up for a bunch of awards mm-hmm. in the same category as my my series that was out there. Neem Steams. Shout out to those people if they're listening. Um, and I we just really clicked in Adultish. Yeah. I I love it. I think it's really. 
Um, it's fun. It, it's self-explanatory. Adult-ish. It's the quarter-life crisis it's for the quarter, geeks. Exactly. Um, I pretty much just love anything that shamelessly puts any Batman attire. I like your shirt today. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Throughout a I knew series. what I was doing. Um, no, very smart. Very <laughs> like, I thought about this. Not really. No, no. Um, Laundry pile. Top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If it's on top, it means it's still okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, Victoria, I love it. And she and I just like, I was like, oh, my God, your show. We got it uh, up on Footprint TV. TV, Footprint Network. I believe season one is officially on there right now. So you awesome. should go to footprint.tv and adultish.tv for the full, all full three seasons of awesome. this amazing show. Um, and shout out the big thing we're working on right now is that Adultish is up to go to Korea next month. Ah, and yes. Yeah, that's my new goal. My new goal, guys, if you're feeling generous, <laughs> um, we're getting uh, the cast and crew, including me and Tom, to Korea next month because they're going to be in Soul Web Fest up for six nominations. Uh, Victoria's up for uh, Best Actress. They got Best Director. Um, a whole bunch more that escapes me. I'm sorry. I did not drink enough coffee today but six nominations the show is amazing a uh, best comedy series best series overall um so we're really looking forward to kind of just spreading the love awesome. hitting up korea going kimchi crazy that's the plan that's what we do yeah, on a saturday night stay in the south you know that's yeah that's where we're gonna be they're not yeah. leaving not gonna okay. tear down anything i'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah. just gonna keep my hands to <laughs> exactly. myself yeah exactly <laughs> don't be messing up yeah. any uh national monuments or anything like that You'll i heard right. good Huh? I heard good. Yeah, they're all they're they're into that. Yeah. They give you balloons yeah. when you do that. I mean, if you need a good caning, you know, <laughs> it's a nice that's, one, like right you know, there. Right, right. Gilbert, it's, it's, it's like the new cross. <laughs> it's like the new. <laughs> I can't top it. I can't top it. All right, this is the segment that we do every single week. It's called spinning the racks. We take you the we bring you the most fantastical pop culture news out there, and we've got a doozy. We've got a mustache that could change everything. We go spinning the racks. Spin the rack, spin the rack. It's like an hour of like dead air before that comes out. We're gonna have to edit that. Have to if you'd have spent that. more time editing that, yeah, I'll stay up till five in the morning so that you can not listen to really? it. Really, you need a days. whole hour to do that. It's like it's like the. I'll, I'll chop it off. Well, I got a diva for a while. Oh, that's you right. know? <laughs> I got to cut it and I got I to suffer oh, over it. So yeah, and then I got to cut it again and then I got to suffer over it. Just stare at the work, being like, why don't you fix yourself? <laughs> There's a lot that needs to happen. Exactly. You understand. You I know. get it. I'm an yeah, editor. You make I get so. it. Yeah. I have been waiting forever for you to just admit that. <laughs> no, he doesn't understand the, the hours of just staring at the screen. Yeah, revelation. It's the greatest thing ever. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No, it's so not. good, yes, but that no. second before was so much better. <laughs> exactly. And Where's I that cut, cut it, from yesterday? And it's gone, <laughs> and I'll never get it back. Oh, oh, I didn't save goodness. it, and then it crashes. <laughs> Warner Brothers and DC are spending big money to ensure that Justice League builds on the creative success of Wonder Woman instead of serving up a Suicide Squad-style disappointment. This is according uh. to Variety. The studio is spending approximately $25 million in extensive reshoots that have dragged on for roughly two months uh, like Justice Avengers, League? Justice League centers around the uh, group of superheroes mm-hmm. band together. Um, it's standard. Imagine that. <laughs> it's standard for big Hollywood movies to schedule a few weeks of pickup work, but the cost and time allotted to the work on Justice League is raising some eyebrows. Uh, first of all, it's very difficult for all the stars to come together um, because they have all shooting schedules, so that's been very, very problematic. But none more problematic than Henry Cavill. Uh, Cavill's issues are more thorny 
Justice League's Man of Steel had expected to be able to finish shooting the sixth Mission Impossible film before needing to don Superman's spandex again. Spoiler alert, looks like he's in the movie. Uh, that yeah. has not well, been the case, however. Oh, I'm so surprised. I know, I know. As the new scenes that are being shot have required him to jump back and forth from each production, because of this, a mustache he grew for his character in the Mission Impossible sequel would not allow Cavill to shave the facial hair while production was taking place. So he basically, he has like an Errol Flynn mustache. I mean, it is diesel. Like he is Movembering <laughs> the hell out of that thing. So dapper. And I understand why Mission Impossible is like, yeah, you can't shave that because it takes you like eight years to grow that. Not happening. So they are going to now, they're going to digitally replace his mustache in the Justice League film. So they're spending money to digitally remove his mustache. But his face is so, so confused. <laughs> so confused. His face is confused. No, I just that was that was, no that was okay. that was I got it. I got your trail. I got your trail. I got you. Brain fart just I got you like, where I got he's you. He's got where such a going. good face, and yeah. they're gonna digital. Face I knew that's it. where you were going with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just I'm a huge Henry Cavill Cavill fan. I mean, I like him a lot too. Man from Uncle, really nice. I never saw Man from Uncle. Yeah, you should. I recommend it. It's a very good I like HBO movie. Before, before he did, that yeah. was his breakout movie. Yeah. He was yeah. great in that. And then when they said he was going to be Superman, I'm like, yeah, that kind of works. That's I, I recommend Man from Uncle. It's a great, like, I'm home. It's a rainy day. Army There's Hammer. nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, he was fine in that, too. He was good. Nothing wrong with that. Here's the other question, too, though. So the question the is of crediting now. And this is where the question, you know, kind of kind of falls. Joss Whedon has now spent months overseeing the project, but he will not receive a co-directing credit, according good. to Insider. Good. Even though it's it looks like be good then. Hassan, how much of this film is going to be Joss Whedon? You think? Not much. You don't think so? You still no. don't, even with these Bunch extensive of reshoots, reshoots and touch-ups. Doesn't this? But doesn't? But the amount of money and the amount of time they're spending on it doesn't it kind of, kind of like, uh, does it give you a bad feeling? No. Yeah, you're just impervious to it. I saw <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. What am I to, pre- to expect? Where, where are my <laughs> expectations supposed to be? But then Wonder Woman was pretty good. Jordan, what do you think? See, the, see how fickle you are? You represent that, that, that so branch of the internet that's why we work. fickle. I have so many mixed emotions about all of this, especially because I have so many mixed emotions about Wonder Woman. Because of what you've seen before, well, right? You've seen it, and that's why uh, you're kind of... Exactly. We did not have exactly. any mixed emotions about having you on tonight. Wonderful Aww, job so as to guest co-host. Like greatest backhand compliment Hassan, <laughs> Hassan, what was that called, though? Huh? That was called a segue. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Uh, Mic drop. Mm. Now, you did a great job. Thank you, Thank you for being on. We're going to have the entire cast from Adultish on in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. August be very excited. 9. You are welcome back as well, too, if you'd like to come join. Uh, I'm coming and, and, and crashing. That's that, but that's what we like. We we definitely like that. But next week, we pit all the Comic Con trailers against one another for another round of trailer truth or trash. That's pretty. What was that? That was my foot. Was it really? But that actually kind of worked with what. I'm we, so sorry. That's a drop. drop. That's a drop right there. It's amazing. <laughs> um, we're also going to kind of go inside the Dark Tower movie, and we're going to pit all the interns we against each other. We already know the whole story. We're going to pit all the interns against each other in some sort of Thunderdome esque. <laughs> yes. Because it's their last On day. On the Dark Tower poster, it says, death always wins. So we, are, we don't even have to go see the movie. What about the interns? Huh? What about the interns? Whichever Did one of them dies wins. Done and done. What's the Japanese <laughs> Hunger Game one that's better? What's it called? Uh, uh, Battle Royale. Thank you. Like Battle, Royale. Battle Royale. Intern edition. Yes. Boom. Next week. Yeah. Thank you all. We will see you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Ding, 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 ding.
do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 